Hello everyone and welcome to episode 16, that's episode 16 of Sibs the Podcast. Very glad to be here. Can't believe we've come this far, really, to be honest with you. 16. 16 episodes. Mm-hmm. That's 16 weeks. That's my sweet 16. That's 16 conversations we've recorded. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just the ones that we've recorded. Yep. <laughs> So anyways, I hope everyone's having a fantastic week. Um, I hope you really stuck it to the man this week. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> yeah, things are going well. This week... I'm, I'm purposely not much just to see if you <laughs> start to struggle. <laughs> That's embarrassing, Edge. Sorry about that. Well, right on, okay. anyways, hey. Um, we're going... This week we're going to be talking about... Worst jobs. We put it out there on our stories. What's your worst job? Had some great ones come back in to us. So we're going to get to those a little bit later. But first, we're going to have Angela take it away, honey. She's going to tell us about a bad job she had. I'm going to tell everybody about a bad job I have. Hopefully we have some laughs, some joy, some hatred, and some good times. So whenever you're ready, Angela, take it away, honey. All right. So, um, hey, Pete. Nice to hear you. Nice to nice to be here. Right on. Uh, thanks for having me on the cast. For sure. Well, so, it's it's your cast too. So. Oh right, 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 right. About that. So, I have a, I have a disclaimer at the beginning. I kind of think that your worst job, like after it's over, is actually your best because it's like the funniest, craziest memories and the funnest stories to tell. So it's almost like a rite of passage. I think people need bad jobs in their lives. If you only ever had good ones, that's not that's not a funny story. So yeah, try you're, to talk their job. Your life your life lacks a bit of substance. I feel like if you've never had yeah. a horrific job, life experience. You know, like I feel bad for all the people that are just like blissfully happy and don't like have any funny stories. Like that's not fun. Exactly. Stories. So, I like I like to think in the this, moment, you know. I like to think in the moment. Oh, this could be a funny story later on. So it's, it doesn't make it as bad. I think that you are the king of that. You are the king of. Well, I should at least stick around for like a couple more days just so I have a good story to tell. No, yeah, exactly. I tried to do so that. I've, I've had some doozies, but the one I want to talk about today is uh, summer two thousand seven. I graduate from high school. I've got a friend, Kaylee Anderson shout out now she's married but when we had the job it was kaylee anderson and we got jobs um driving combines for lucerne which is in Tabor, alberta canada and they the combines we were driving combine um they harvested peas like green peas and so it was shift work and we work four days on and four days off nice and you would do four days day shift Oh, no, it wasn't four days off. Sorry. Four days day shift, two days off, and then four days night shift. Woo! All summer long. And so, um, I mean, you name it. Your your header in the front that would, like, it's this big rake that goes around in a circle and pulls up the pea vines. Then it gets shot into the back and it tumbles. And it paw, it it takes the peas out of the pod. So you have a huge bucket on the top of the combine full of shelled fresh peas. 
It was amazing. You needed a snack, you go out, leave the autopilot going, fill up a cup, and you're eating peas, you know? So... What a wild world. (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. So here's the thing. There were like 10 old combines, really old, like holes in the floor, really loud, cold, no heat, no air conditioning in the daytime. Um, So loud you'd wear like big headphones to like cover your ears and really bouncy and like break down all the time, like literally worst case scenario. And I was like, I don't think I can do this if I get that combine. And then there were four really nice ones that were the brand. I remember the brand because to me, it was more luxurious than a Cadillac. They were called Oxbows. I love a good Oxbow, man. Beautiful machinery, big, bright, shiny yellow. And it was like the cab was soundproof. It had the radio, air conditioning, and heat. And the seat was like bouncy and like would like flow to the rhythm of the field. So like the other ones, it was just like a stationary seat. So you'd be bouncing like crazy. It was really awful. And these ones were like, they were like shock absorbing. Anyways, so there I am. I don't even think I was 18 yet. And me and Kaylee, what were the chances that we were the only two girls on the crew and we got the nice combines? Seriously, I was just about to ask you how you swung that. Yeah, I don't know, but I did. I got the nice one. And all the guys hated us, for sure. And our our field manager, her name was Daphne, I'll never forget. So anyways, you'd pull into the parking lot in the morning, everybody would get on a bus. The bus would take you out to the field and you'd get on your machine. And they'd, like, drive you, like, to the actual combine because it just kept going and you'd have to like run along beside it and like switch with the driver like it was like an operation Wowzers. and then you have you have to be good enough to drive up beside it unload while you're still driving so you keep picking all this stuff anyways so this one fateful day we we're we were changing fields and when you get going on like a, a main road and it's not a field anymore it gets real bouncy and it, you can lose control quite easily so i didn't like going too <laughs> it's true and I didn't like to go too fast on these off gravel roads or whatever so anyways I'm having to pull out of this farm field and these are massive massive pieces of machinery the biggest thing I'd ever driven before this was a suburban okay and so I'm pulling out of the field and on these back roads there's big ditches on either side of the road and they're most of the time it's like a narrow road so an oxbow took up the whole road like there wasn't like traffic that could come either way it was like you took up the whole road and sometimes you'd have to pull over just a little bit for like a truck to get by and it was <laughs> for sure you thought you were gonna flip it every time so I'm pulling out of the field one day and I'm just like doing my thing probably a little too confidently <laughs> and I see someone in front of me and it was a boy that was working on the crew and I thought he was just like waving at me pretty frantically <laughs> And he's waving both arms back and forth. And I'm just like waving back at him and I just keep going. <laughs> but he, he was waving at me to stop, obviously. I didn't see that. So as I turned the corner coming out of this field, I turned it a little sharp. And all of a sudden, I just remember the machine just going from straight to sliding into the ditch straight on its side. <laughs> and the cap started filling with water. <laughs> totally flipped a combine. What? And I had to like climb out vertically so I like had to like push the door open and like shoot out anyways I was so humiliated the whole all the crew like all other 
drivers and stuff are like watching me flip this combine. Oh, the worst part, there was a combine in front of me that had done the same thing. So I just followed suit. I just went right into the ditch after because I wasn't paying attention. Anyways, well, then then you're in the clear. It's the idiot in front of you. That's the fault it is. Well, I mean, there was the guy waving at me to stop, and I just started waving back. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You ruined your credibility there. Yeah, and the guy that that went in the ditch before me, he was on one of the crappy combines, and I was on the really nice one. <laughs> like, a million dollars each, these oxbows. Pardon me? And it was a bit of a joke that I flipped I flipped an oxbow. And here's the thing. I've never said oxbow so many times in my life, but the thing that I wanted to say was... Um, Maybe you want to call it an oxy-boxy. Oxy-boxy. Well, the thing is, is you would have thought they would have punished me, right? And, like, put me on one of the crappy machines. Or maybe, uh, I don't know, fired you? Well, they didn't, Pete. They they towed it out. And I guess it was a pretty hefty bill to po- pull one of those things. They, they moved it to the field for me and got me right back in the seat. Dried off the cab and so, off I went. So it, well, it wasn't damaged, really. They just had to pay the fee to get it towed out. Yeah, it wasn't damaged. I mean, I'm sure they had to tune it up and stuff. But, um, yeah, it was... Uh, I, w- I was shocked. I'm pretty sure everyone else was furious that I still got to keep my machine. I'm sure. Um, I had to drive one of the crappy ones for like half of a shift because they had to tow mine out. And I'm like, wow, I wouldn't have lasted a shift in one of these old, these crappy ones. It was absolutely horrific. So, That's insane. Um, there you go. How did you even get this job to begin with? Because I don't know how you'd be at all qualified to drive something that big. Interesting interesting you would ask this life choice led to many other doors opening my direction in the combining industry (laughs) but my friend my friend kaylee her uncle was a farmer for lucerne and so her brothers had driven like pea harvesting for the summers and stuff and she was like hey i can get us a job (laughs) harvesting i was like sweet and it just it was it was pretty grueling i ate a lot of food that summer because you just sit in the cab and you're like what's there to do but eat like, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have, like, a smartphone that I could just, like, scroll and play and stuff. Like, I still had, like, my little Sony white box that, like, had Sony no Ericsson. Oh, Sony Ericsson, yeah. Yeah, I inherited that phone from you later on in life. Yeah, it was a good one. Well, let's be thankful that you didn't have a smartphone because you would have hit more than a ditch with that. You would have been looking at the smartphone. Smartphone ended up playing games, playing Subway Surfer, playing Temple Run. Temple Run for sure. That's the only app I had on my phone when I went to Africa for the first time with no Wi-Fi. I got so good at that game. Oh, man, I, I love Temple Run. Games. I just only had that one. When you crashed into the ditch, was it the night shift or was it in the bright sunshine of day? You know, I'd rather not say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was right in the daytime. Yeah, you only move fields in the daytime, okay? It's dangerous at night. Oh, right on, right on. So... Was this, was this, I feel like this job could really pack in the dollars. It was, it was profitable, yeah. I think we were making like 18 bucks an hour. Oh, that's unheard of at your age. Well, then in Canada. <laughs> maybe, maybe it would have been more. I don't know. It was a decent chunk. That's so sick. And did you like live in Tabor most of the time or did you live at home? Yeah, me and Kaylee would sleep in Barnwell on like, like if we had a shift like, 12 hours after and then the two days off I would usually go hang out with friends but we were crazy too like we'd get off shift working like all day and then we'd like go party all night and go back to shift the next day like it was a wild summer that summer right after high school 
Yeah, you know, when you're right out of high school, you've just got a lot of youthful exuberance, and you can just really just do whatever you want and get away with it, you know? Indeed. Well, I'm pretty pissed that you're still, that you're not in combining anymore, and you've left that in the dust, because I feel like it could be a crazy, crazy profitable business. Think of how good you'd be right now. Well, I was pretty damn good, I'm not gonna lie, okay? And let me, let me tell you that that was not my last combining job so we'll bring that up another time yeah let me just let me just wet your whistle here my second escapade of combining was sorghum in the outback of australia at age 19 so (laughs) went from Tabor, alberta to australia the outback nonetheless good day mate i saw wild camels they got wild camels in australia the biggest pack in the world wow it's like in the thousands Holy tish, and they're all wild? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. What's your worst job? Let me tell you this. The year... Let me paint you a picture here. The year was 2015. No, 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 no. The year was 2016. Mid-16, early 17. I'm going to go mid-16, right? No, I know for a fact it was mid-16. Sorry. Okay. That is after my escapade. Yeah, a little ways after that. Um, the name of the company was Rise, R-I-S-E. Basically, what you did was you had a little training, you got certified in some things, and Uh you watched over, hung out with, uh, you know, children with special needs, uh, children with, uh, the Down syndrome, uh, basically all, special needs encompasses it all, really. So, I was, um... Fresh out of graduating college, um, graduating from my one semester of college, and um, I was like, "This job sounds sweet. Just hang out with some cool kids, go to the movies, hang out, um, and get paid for it, which would be sweet." So I go through all the training, and I'm gonna touch on the training a little bit, real quick, right now, and then I I got paired with a young man by the name of Taylor. And we'll go into some of the events that I, I had with him, but I'm not going to give his last name, obviously. You know what I mean? Right. Just out of respect for him. But uh, we're doing this training, and there's like 15 of us in there. And uh, it's this like older woman, and she's teaching us different things. And, and then we get into the part of the program where they're telling us how to subdue these humans. Um, if something were to go awry, if something were to go wrong, if they were to have a conniption or a freak out, um, because an episode, an episode, yeah, if they were going to have an episode and it was pretty insane, but one of the things we got into literally the worst two words in the English language, uh, role play. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that Okay, go on, sorry. So, when they're like... kind of repeat the story just like a little bit as soon as you said role play. Yeah, so this lady, let's say she's 58. Uh, Let's say her name's Stacy. And um, (laughs) she's, um, okay, so I'm going to be one of the kids that you're watching. And my thing is, is I want to watch two shows. And I can only, my parents said I can only watch one. So you guys need to stop me from watching 
two shows. I'm going to get angry, but you need to de-escalate the situation, calm me down, and redirect my attention to something else, and, you know, all's, all's good, because I, I cannot, you cannot, whatever I do, you do not let me watch the second show. Uh-huh. And so she goes, oh, Peter, why don't you come up here? And I go, oh, great. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and she says, tell me that the show's over. <laughs> she goes, tell me that the show's over. I say, oh, so, hey, anyway, Stacy, the show's over. And she just <laughs> immediately starts pounding her, her feet on the ground. But I want to watch a second show. I want to watch a second show. Oh, moment. This is a grown woman, but she's role-playing being um, right. um, an upset um, right. person. Anyway, so she starts stamping her feet on the ground and, like, smacking her head. Like, freaking uh-huh. out, like, I want to watch, I want, give me the remote, give me the remote. And I was like, oh, I guess I have the remote, huh? So I'm holding the remote, and I go, now listen, Stacy, you can't have the remote, because, you know, your parents said we could only watch one show, and that show's over. I don't care. I do not care what my parents said. Give me the remote. And she starts banging her head against the wall. And I'm like, holy frick. And so they, they taught us these holds to subdue them from, stop, to stop them from hurting themselves if it came to that. Do not say subdue one more time. I'm going to pee my pants. So I'm trying to, um, I, I'm, I'm literally putting this, like, elder, not elderly, she's like 58. I'm, like, grabbing her and, like, putting her in an arm bar type deal with, like, her arm around her back. And she's, like, she's she's resisting pretty heavy. And um, and this is after me, like, a, with a bunch of different solutions. So like, oh, maybe we let's go outside and play, Stacy. And she's like, now. And I'm just, like, just seeing, just seeing her just total freak out like that was just... It was uncomfortable for everybody watching, but... Indeed. So she's, like, starting to hurt herself, right? And so that's when they told you to, like, intervene physically if they're hurting themselves. So uh-huh. I, um, I'm i trying to, like, wrap her up, <laughs> like, get her arms behind her back, and she's, like, resisting. And I wasn't really in the mood to, like, really go too far with it, but I'm just trying to freaking get her arm behind her back and, like calm her down Stacy Stacy everything's gonna be fine Stacy Stacy meanwhile she's yelling I want my second show and I'm just like this is so weird and then I'm finally like all right I'm done this is great I get it I failed um so let me go home but then she was like all right not bad not bad she snaps out of it she's like all right so okay class what could Peter have done different yada yada we go through that whole thing and then she's like you know what uh, you know what I would have done different? And this is, would have been, like, just the thing that would be perfect. I was like, what? She was like, I would have just turned on a second show. And I was <laughs> like, um, that was, like, the whole idea of the role play is that that can't happen. So I don't really... She's like, you should have just put the second show when it gets that bad. You just need to give them what they want. And I was like, right, okay. So You're just, obviously not a parent, Stacy. Yeah, so Stacy's Stacy has been haunting my dreams for a while, and you uh, say her mom has not got it going on. Am I right? <laughs> oh well, we don't really know about her mom. Her mom could be fire, smoke show, oh, hot, right. but uh, definitely she wasn't. I mean, she was a nice lady, but that, that traumatized me for a while. But I did. I ended up passing the training, and I got paired up with a kid named Taylor, as I spoke to earlier. So I thought this job was going to be a breeze, hanging out, go to movies, chilling, whatever. I was going to bring him over to your place. We're going to hang out, whatever. 
I do remember that. Mm-hmm. So literally, they prepped me. They go, they, they were like, okay, we're going to put so-and-so with uh, with um, Denise and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, Taylor. Oh, man, who should we put with Taylor? Oh, Taylor's, oh, Taylor's tough. All right. And then they're like, hey, Peter, we're going to put you with Taylor. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can handle that. They're like, just some things <laughs> that you need to know. Um, he likes to steal. He's big into stealing. He actually is a juvenile delinquent um, who needs to get a certain amount of community service done or else he's going to go to jail in six months. No pressure. And I said, great. So basically, my job was to do community service while keeping Taylor in line, which wasn't very fun or easy because one time we were at like a, it was like a, uh, what are those places even called? They have all the cans, and you, like, sort them in a bottle. No. Um, bottle It's like a cannery place. Bottle depot? I don't even know, but we were there sorting cans, and he kept throwing cans at people, and, like, we'd have to leave early so he'd only get an hour instead of two hours of his community service done. I mean, I got to know the kid a little bit. I divided with him. We became somewhat close friends. Well, no, 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 I wouldn't say that, but he also... Um, he loved Heelys. He ripped on his Heelys. I'd give him some Heely time if he was being good. And um, one time I just put $2 in my in my cup holder just to see. Because I thought we were like, I was making a connection with him. And so I'm like, I'm going to put these $2 in my cup holder and see if he steals from me. And I was like, so I put the money in there. It's been in there. And then I'm like, hey, Taylor, I just got to go and... I gotta make a phone call real quick, so I just stepped out of the car and made a fake phone call. And then when I got back into the car, the two dollars was gone, <laughs> and I was like on my phone call for like thirty seconds. So he just right away, he right away just nabbed it, and I was like, "Oh, go ahead." What'd you say? Oh, I said that's funny because like there's no other scenario where it could have been someone else because like it was in a car oh yeah no 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 and I was literally out of the car for a minute tops and then I came back in and immediately saw that it was gone and then like you know 10 minutes later I was like hey Taylor have you seen my uh I thought I had two bucks in this cup holder here he's like no I haven't seen it I have no idea what you're talking about and I was like right on right on <laughs> I just let him take it uh so that job was you know it might not even been the worst I've had, but it definitely had its obstacles. And the only bad part about it is um, I had three shifts with Taylor a week, which each shift was two hours. <laughs> so I really didn't make any money. And so I kind of had to like, uh, I was like, you guys, can can you guys give me more people to to hang out with? Or I got to bounce. And then they were like, We're, we don't have anybody else. And I said, all right, well, I hope. I kind of felt bad because I was worried Taylor wasn't going to get all of his community service in. He might be in jail right now. I'm not sure. Right. But I sure hope he's not. I sure hope he's doing well. Taylor, what's up, dude? Love you, man. Um, see, that's the perfect example of best worst job because, I mean, that story is worth at least a week worth of torture. Yeah. For sure. Yep. So that was... That was Rise. That was Rise. And it was, uh... Great time to be alive. So if you, if any of our listeners have ever worked for Rise, let us know. Or Lucerne, if you were a Lucerne driver at one point. I think we might have a better shot with Lucerne. You never know. All right. Um, so we put out on our Instagrams 
um, worst job, and we had several people writing in, so we're going to go back and forth and just touch on these. Um, but first, we have a word from our sponsor this week. Right. Go ahead. This is a good one. I'm excited about this one. I'm so pumped thinking. that these guys are getting behind us here. I can't even believe it because they're blowing up, and if you don't know who they are, we're going to help you find out. So we're sponsored this week by Grandpa Beck Games. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. It's not Beck's, it's Beck. There's no apostrophe S. It's just Grandpa Beck Games. Oh, wow. I've been saying Grandpa Beck's. Sorry, G. Beck's. Yeah. No, no, there's no S. So basically, um, the game that if you, um, you can get this game for free um, with our code. So the game is Cover Your Assets. They have several games, but um, I've just got to read this verbatim because of uh, legal things. So first it says, this player, this game is good for two to six players. The age from 7 to 99. And I would just like to say that my five-year-old plays this game effortlessly. She loves so it. So it should be from 5 to 90 because I don't know if 99 will do as good of a job. But let, let's get that off the record. Steve, I don't think our sponsor will put us through if, if I trash their age restrictions. Steve, redact that and redact it now. Redact. Does it take anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes? And they're saying, we create games around a family table so that you can create lifelong memories around yours. Grandpa Beck. So, basically, if you go to www.grandpabeck.games.com, <laughs> you can type in, you can type in ibs and get a free deck of Cover Your Assets. And if you type in the code CBDBDO, uh-huh. you get it 100% off. Yeah, and you know what? Try it for all the games because sometimes there's a glitch. <laughs> exactly. You might... So once again, that's www.grandpabet.games.com. Mm-hmm. Code SIBS. If you're in Canada, Obvi. if you're in Canada, .ca, Obvi. Obvi. All right. And U.S. That's that's what it is. Okay, yep. so there you go from our sponsors this week. Thank you, Grandpa Beck. Beck. Yep. No S. So, um, moving right along here, Pete, uh, let's hear your, uh, who wrote in for you on Worst Jobs? Yeah, for sure. A lot of humans, and I enjoyed every single one of them. One of them that I have to talk about, or just right off the top, because it kind of hit, it struck me good. The, the current job that I have right now, I work for a company called Daylight Glass, and uh, mm-hmm. one of my co-workers, uh, Josh Stredbeck, what's up, Josh? He wrote in Daylight up, Glass. <laughs> <laughs> And that got me, and that got me good. You know what I mean. That's uh, funny. Another one that I'm gonna highlight here is um, our good cousin Meg Prom. She's come up on the podcast a few times. Just a few. And uh, Meg says Wendy's for a few hours. <laughs> she literally, I think it was. I don't know who else did it. I know for a fact Ivy did it as well. Maybe. Ivy and Meg, yeah, they worked at Wendy's and they worked like half a shift, and then they were like, "Not for me," and they got out of there. Okay, you know what's funny about that, real quick? Yep. Um, there was a time that um, I got a, I was working at a job called Doba, and many family members worked at that same call center. But I, I thought I hadn't, I had had um, Ivory, and I was only planning on working for two months because Rostin was, anyways, long story. He was training, and I was working for just a couple months, and so I hadn't had like an office job in some time because I'd always just been doing hair. And so I, um, 
I was like, Meg, this, so this is the cousin that worked at Wendy's for half a shift. I was like, Meg, come with me to work today and I'll get you an interview. She's like, for real? I'm like, yeah, my boss is super chill. Just come with me. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, for sure. I'll pick you up. So I pick her up. I bring her into the office with me, like key card. She comes and sits at my desk with me and my supervisor comes in and sits at his desk. And I'm like, Hey, Darren, I can't believe I remember his name. I was like, Hey, Darren. Oh, how can you forget is- Darren? I was like, Hey, Darren, this is my cousin. Do you want to give her an interview and get her a job? And he just looks at me. He's like, you just brought someone in to the workspace. <laughs> and, and I was like, is that a problem? <laughs> Is that fine? And Meg just sat there like idiot, deer in headlights. She's like, I hate you so much. I'm going to kill you. And he was like, you, you can't just, he's like, this is a secure area. People are using credit cards, their computer screens. I'm like, you can't just bring someone to work. I'm like, oh, sorry about that. But do you still want to interview her? He's like, yeah, I'll interview her. So she got the job, but I probably shouldn't have just taken her in for my shift expecting like her to get a job on the spot, you know? It just goes to show you go in with the right amount of confidence. You can really get anything done, can't you? You really can. All right. Um, okay, I'll say one of mine now. So okay. two that made me laugh really hard, and I'm going to say who they are because I think it's funny. We've got my good friend Bryn. Mm-hmm. He said, being a wife. <laughs> nice. And then another friend, Grace, said, being a mom. JK's, JK's, JK's. <laughs> same, kind of, same kind of humor going on with those house moms, eh? I feel like I feel like the the one that is being a wife hit me hard because she's a newlywed. <laughs> oh man, wait, Bree's a newlywed? This must be a different. Yeah, really, this must be a different really, Bree. Really got me. Really got me laughing there. All right, what do you got? Um, uh, Aaron Fromm says rebar, and if anyone who's listened to the other podcast knows, I did a little stint with rebar and. Straight up, hands down, worst thing I've ever done. That That's my worst job. For sure. So I, I'm with Aaron on that one. No doubt about I think, that. I think that's a good t-shirt. Little stint with rebar. Yeah, little stint with rebar. Um, <laughs> Shickets for sale, which is Crow, which is Jack, says uh-huh. PepsiCo Chip Factory Overnight Shift. Which, oh, yeah, not anything like that. Packaging, night shift, no thank you. Yeah. Brew to the towel. That's what I'm saying. Brew to the towel. Okay, put that on a T-shirt. Brew to the towel. The front Who's says. That? The front says brew. The last says to the towel. I mean, the back says to the towel. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Front and back on that one. Mm-hmm. What do you got um, on your end there? I've got Emily K. Perry writing here, and she said picking strawberries. Now that's not very um, descriptive. I'm not sure what that all entails, but I will say this. I know this person pretty well. <laughs> Go ahead and say that that's the only job she's ever had. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Are you trying to tell me that this was? She's never told me about this job. It was a job yeah, she had yeah. just solely solely picking strawberries. I guess, but the funny thing is, is like I remember she worked at Subway for like a day when she moved out. Yep. Graduated high school. She worked there for like a day, and then she kind of prides herself on never having a job. So yeah, that's funny. More information on picking strawberries. Other than to your other people, motherhood, which she's been working at for some time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's a she's a gold star in that department for sure. She's been twenty four seven clocked in. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by this strawberry picking. I've heard fruit picking is tedious. I thought about it when we went to Kelowna to visit. I went to Kelowna this summer to visit um, my sister and 
Peter and he lived there. And um, I saw all the fruit pickers and I thought, you know what, I think I could do this for a summer. Bring Ralston and the kids down. He, he stays at the house with the kids and Sophie and I pick. I just go for it. The reason I thought I'd be good at it is because we pulled over to the side of the road and I picked a bucket of cherries faster than you've ever seen and took off, sped off, stole them. I thought, hey, I could make some money picking fruit. Oh, yeah, there's some crazy money in those hills. Yeah. I think I'm going to do it next summer. Just go for it, you know? Live, you only live once. Yeah, absolutely. Well, at least, you know, from what we understand. You know, there's so much we don't understand. As far as I'm, as far as I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, I've got another one that I really got to touch on because it made me laugh real hard. Yeah, bring it. Ivy Cooper wrote in and he said, sixth grade teacher's aid. <laughs> and I was by this. And so I messaged her back. And I said, could you elaborate? And I got, I got confirmation that I can share, <laughs> share the details of this story. But I said, can you elaborate? And she said, all, this, all the grade six teachers were younger than me. So she was like, you know, maybe like 26, 27. So they were like newly graduated teachers. So they were all younger than me. And I told them, I can help with anything but math. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all collectively decided they wanted to make me the math helper for the whole grade. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch he said, of jerks. He wanted. He said, and then they wanted me to come in after school to get tutored. Me, myself, get tutored. They were all a bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> he said they were all a bunch of wenches. And then I said, wait, they wanted to tutor you. She said, yep. They said they only needed my help with math, the only subject I couldn't do. And then she said, let's top it all off. She said, and all the all the kids were taller than me, and I got mistaken for a student more than ten times. <laughs> teachers. One time a teacher tried to take my phone away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember hearing about that. And then I said, do you care if I tear it? She said, go right ahead. That is so classic. That's hilarious. Oh, she's wait, she's I'm... now having to be tutored so that she can teach these snot-nosed kids their ABCs. Um, you know what I mean? She, well, and two, she goes in. She's like, hey, she's older than mom. Hey, I'm happy to help with anything. Math, not for me you know what, we're going to need you to come in after hours and we're going to tutor you and we're going to help you turn your life around, okay? They better be giving her some overtime pay for that. Indeed. I got some good ones here. Um, Chelsea Bridge King uh, uh-huh. responds, egg factory janitor. It's So So it literally starts off egg factory, bad, right? Any position there, bad. Egg factory. Janitor, woof. And then she tops it off with graveyard shift. So egg factory, janitor, graveyard shift. She said co-workers, majority had spent time... Uh, co-workers, majority had spent time dangerous equipment. And then she said... I don't really know what that means. You have to clarify on that for me, Chelsea. And then she says, atrocious smells. Which I can only imagine. This is, just, this is, this is very cryptic. What, the, what I just read? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what she's meaning with co-workers majority had spent time with dangerous equipment. Uh, maybe, yeah. like, there was a lot of dangerous equipment there that she hadn't spent time with, but the co-workers were a little bit more versed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, i got a few more here, and you let me know. You jump in with some of yours. Trent Williams responds, uh-huh. full-service gas station in Edmonton. And then he oh. says... People are dicks, which, very true. Very true, Trent. Um, I can only imagine, you know, the DBs, and that stands for douchebag. 
uh, coming through, you know, like pump my gas fool, and they like you know are rude to you. Man, that would that would piss me off too. Also in Edmonton, this place is a barren wasteland. It's freezing up there. If you don't know the definition of like gray slush, it's like chunks and chunks and chunks of ice and snow, and it's slippery and it's uneven. You're walking across the gray slush to pump the car and back. Oh, nothing sounds worse actually. Yeah, yeah, he, that's up there in my book with also the egg factory janitor night shift. Yeah, that's also disgusting. I've been in an egg factory at a Hooderite colony. That place does not smell ideal. Oh, yeah. Nope, nope, right. sure doesn't. I've got, I've got a good one here. Um, I've got a friend, Sarah Toon, and she said, Santa's little helper at the mall, worst, best job ever. And I, of course, elaborated on this. I said, tell me more. Like, what, you know, what's going on here? And then, little helper sorry I like how she said Santa's little helper because for me that just sounds creepy it couldn't have just been like Santa's elf Santa's little helper she said yeah that term's never been a good idea yeah exactly she said I was an elf one Christmas season when I was almost 23 and in between jobs (laughs) (laughs) why does she I love how she says almost 23 she couldn't just say 22 yeah I was almost 23 and in between jobs it was fun and also the easiest 10 bucks an hour I ever made. But let me tell you, a lot of drama goes down in Santa's in, in the Santa industry. I bet. I did ask her, I said, was Santa a slut? And she has not responded, so stay <laughs> tuned. Yeah, he's probably just trying to get with all the elves and everyone's all jealous and it's just a big old mess. That's what I was thinking too. Yep. Anyways. Um... Nick Johnson, a good buddy of mine, says car sales. We actually sell, sold, sold, we actually sold cars together, and um, we both, neither of us, were great at it. Shout mm-hmm. out, Nick. He's actually a really sick barber now. So well done, well done on that one, Nicholas. Or should I say, uh, oh shoot, what was the Russian name I had for him? Oh, Vlad. Vlad, yeah. Holy cow. I remember that all the time. Yeah, I forget about that. That guy was awesome. And then uh, Shad Nelson says, you LCI... Just... What's that? You can't just say that and not say it in your Russian. Vlad, yes. Vlad was a good lad. He was a good comrade of mine, and I miss him very much. Okay. Um, Shad Nelson says, LCI badminton coach, which I think would be sick. But... L- yeah, I wonder how he swung that job. So that would have been a high school badminton coach for people that don't know LCA. Yes, Lethbridge Collegiate of Inst- Lethbridge Collegiate Institute. Yep. yep, which all we also referred to as Lethbridge Collection of Idiots. <laughs> uh, I know that got me so good, but yeah, Shad, hit us up later, elaborate, because that job sounds sick. Um, Indeed. Another janitor night shift job is on the horizon here with Zach Perry. He said he worked a janitor 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. at a factory that builds roller coasters. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, I'd like to know the ins and outs of all of these. They sound, yeah. they all sound pretty schwit. Schwit? Um, I've got one more here. Well, like, I've got a couple that I'm just like, well, obviously, why did you take that job? It sounds awful. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> state farm insurance, boring. Abby underscore queen. Boring. I'm like, 
that sounds boring. Also, we've got a couple call centers here. Are good. I think this is our cousin Haley. She said, "New Skin Call Center." I'm privileged, but if you know, you know. You get a lot of free product when you work for like product company call centers. Like, I worked for New Skin for like two months, and I had enough product to last me like six years. And I never used any of it. Yeah, that's how they keep you on the payroll, eh? Uh, a friend here, Jen, said, Ross, I, I lasted two weeks. Yeah. Stories like that, you're literally just like, what's the purpose of living? I'm just hanging clothes up, and all the shoppers are animals, and they don't hang anything up, and there's crap all over the floor. There's a bunch of animals. Are you are you guilty of doing that? Are you guilty of, of that? Well, I worked at the Superstore in 11th grade, and... It was, like, when the clothing department, like, just started, Joe Fresh and Joe Clean. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, people just, like, if you have a busy night of, like, people trying on clothes, maybe it's a little more regulated now. Like, people are like, oh, five in a room, hang up your stuff, whatever. But it's just bound to get out of control when it's, you know, understaffed, under-motivated. Oh, uh... I can just see that being crazy. You know who really loved working at Ross? I do no. know. You do know, but it wasn't Ross. It was TJ Maxx. Yeah, go ahead. Joel. Yeah, Joel Nielsen. What's up, Joel? Loved it. He felt like the bee's knees working there. Well, Joel was the best employee that that place has ever had. Yeah, and you know how, like, you know someone, like, really loves their job when they, like, have the keys and they hook it to their belt mm-hmm. or, like, the loop on their Like, they are the shit, basically. They've got the lanyard going. They've got the, the key card that goes back and forth from their belt. Indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. they somebody calls them over because the, the register's broken or something. They have to come over and punch in their card and bypass the system. And they type like seven numbers faster than you've ever seen. Yeah. And when they enter, almost like a symbol at the end, like their hand raises after they press it. Like, got it. Yeah, it's unreal. <clears throat> it's respectable, really. A slow clap for Joel. Yep. I got uh, two more, and then we should wrap this thing up, eh? Yeah. All right, Crew Libby says, Bingham's Custom Meats. Uh, I believe it's a little place, a little shop in town here where they cut up meats. Nothing sounds worse than just being around slabs of meat, cutting them up, in my opinion. Yeah, just a death in that industry. You're surrounded by death. Exactly. You know, it makes you think, is death coming for me soon? Maybe. Um, Just just flesh. You're just around a bunch of raw meat. mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds delicious. I wonder if he ever ate any. Um, yeah. This one I wanted to say, just because uh, there's Dutch people in it, but Chris Baines says, landscaping with Dutch people. <laughs> He's, he says, they think 14-hour days of nonstop raking and shoveling is normal. <laughs> I'm just picturing him I'm just picturing him with a group of Dutch, eh? With, with people from the Deutschland. And I'm concerned. The, I'm wondering what... <laughs> Straight up, where was he with just a group of Dutch? <laughs> it's like, it's the worst experience of my life. I'm like, where, where were you? He was right like, in the heart of Dutchland. Yeah, but let's be honest, where is Dutchland? Nobody, nobody knows where it is. Nobody could find it on a map, I'm sure of it. <laughs> really, though, like, is that in Holland? Are they Dutch in Holland? Who knows? I think they're Hall. I think they're Hollish in Holland. They're not. Shut up. Yeah, it's is called they- Hollish. Okay, there's no place called Dutchland, and I feel like an idiot even saying that. Deutschland, yes, it's a real place. Deutschland. Deutschland. No, Deutschland. Du- Our final sponsor today is the Deutschland Rake. That sounded that sounded pretty hooded, rightish, but that might be even right. 
Well, guess what? Are they Dutch or are they German? I hail from the Deutschland. Welcome to Deutschland. Not Deutschland. Deutsch. Deutsch. Deutschland. Deutschland. Deutsch. Deutsch. Not douche. Deutsch. Are you literally serious? You you can't hear the sh. I want I want to hear a ch ch ch. I can't I can't make it sound right. Say it one more time. Deutschland. Deutschland. Are you on crack cocaine? Did you literally snort crack cocaine before we started this? Dutch Dutch Dutch. Say 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 and say do. Do. Now say ch. 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 Holy frick. <laughs> now say Deutschland. Deutschland. Oh my gosh. This is unbelievable. You're, you're beyond saving. <laughs> it's like I want to make the accent work and so I can't keep ch. It's not, a C, it's not an SH. It's a CH. Deutsch. Deutschland. Deutschland. Yeah, that was good. Deutschland. I hear from Deutschland, yeah. Deutschland. My name, okay. is, my name is Sven. You know what this reminds me of? I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? What does it remind you? Reminds me of that episode on Friends where Phoebe's trying to teach Joey French. Yeah, that was she... almost just as bad. <laughs> it was not as bad because the, the way they do it is Je, je, ma, ma, tell. Je m'appelle. Blee de la blah. <laughs> de la blah. Like, Jupe de la boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deutschland. I, I hail from Deutschland, yeah. Deutschland, okay. I've got the sheep uh, and I've I have a herd of chickens. I, I harvest the chickens, the eggs, yes, in Deutschland, yeah. This is so weird because our final sponsor is it is a Dutch company. Oh. Take it away. You've got the cue cards. Alright, here we go. Um oh real quick, Jameson Perry, shout out. Uh he was dishwasher at Jamba Juice, so any dishwasher job sounds horrific. All right, um, into this last final sponsor. It's um, it's a douche soap, um, uh-huh. and it's called douche soap. I mean, <laughs> they could have branched out with a name, I feel like, but anyway. Yeah. So it says here, hello, everyone. Would you like to have your wildest dreams come true? Why don't you put on a little douche soap in the pits and also in some private pots? It will make... The pits and private pots smell <laughs> douchelicious. <laughs> now, how, for how only, can say, for how can only, our... what is that? No, you finish. For only twenty seven ninety nine per bar. If you use code Sibjuels, you can get fourteen percent off. Uh, well, how do you how do you spell Sibjuels just for just for the just for our listeners? For sure. S I B S U A U L S Sibjuels. And is that I think that was all caps. Sibjuels, all caps. For sure, to get your premium Deutschland soap. www.deutschlandsoap.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. www.deutschlandsoap.com slash Sibjuels for fourteen percent off. Indeed. And it's worth it. It smells great on the giblets and the pets right exactly yeah so anyways i just want to say there's only two things in this world i can't stand is people that are intolerant of other people's cultures and the dutch
on that note, thanks yep. for listening, buddy. Thanks for thanks for sticking around for forty seven, almost forty eight minutes. This one's been a doozy, everybody. Talk to you later.